Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip Chipperoo, Ted Lasso fans who are disappointed with season three. Oh, you were getting Ted Lasso vibes in this episode? Total Ted Lasso vibes. Yeah, we'll get to that. We've already complained about Ted Lasso once recently. On the podcast. now we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Uh, We apparently weren't the only ones who were disappointed. With season three. I love season one and two. Me too. But we digress already. We will make this intro Pelican Brief because we have a soccer game to get to eventually. Pelican Brief. Oh, the book reference. Wow, that's good. I was going to say Gold Star if you got that reference. I got it. We got some Grisham novels in yep. this episode, um, yep. which we will get to. But we have a little bit of business to take care of first. What do we have, Max? We have a lovely new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. This is so exciting. Thank you so much, Louisa Morissette. Great name. Moving forward, you will be known as the Blue Cheesa More Swissette Burger. A double cheeseburger? Hello. Double cheese. I don't know if those two cheeses complement each other or not, but Swiss we're going to find out. Yeah. Whatever. We're going to find out. Thank you so much for joining us, Louisa. We're so excited to have you on Patreon, and we hope you're enjoying all of those bonuses we have over there. And uh, make sure you get in that Discord and come chat with us so we can get to know you even better. Yes, please. And if you are listening and you want to access all those bonus episodes, join us in our Discord, chat with us, have your name burger pun right here on the show, go to patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Subscribe to the tier that you want to subscribe to. And we'll see you there. Yep. All right. I am so excited. We did a flip-flop again. So you have a Mac side. Yeah, I'm doing everything pre-episode discussion. Yes. Again. And you're doing all the fun facts throughout the episode. And we have a surprise. So we're doing Max's munchies. Let me let me just spell out an agenda for y'all. I love an agenda. We have Max's munchies. We have... What puns are we doing today? We are doing uh, 
Pest control truck. Puns. Ooh, fun. Pest control trucks. And then I am making Max Miller tell a Batman story. Uh, that's, I love how like <laughs> generic that is. It's so great. This carries over from our um, most recent Patreon episode where we, you know, we did a freestyle episode or the first freestyle episode and we talked about the story and we said, we can't tell the story. We got to tell it on the main feed. So I was like, this is my favorite Max story ever. You can't tell it on Patreon. It has to be in the main feed. So everyone can hear how hysterical I think it is. Anyway, back to Bob's world. What would you like to start with? I'm going to let, I'm going to let you decide. Let's start with, um, let's play a little uh, Bob pun or Max pun. Fun. Okay. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? Yes. Spray's anatomy. <laughs> Max. Bob's. Great. Just great. Your next pun is, these are a fume of my favorite things. Max. Bob's. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your next pun is, insecticide effect. Bob's. Max. No, I didn't like that one very much anyway. Well, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I literally have a 50-50% shot. Like, is it hard to do this bad? Like, am I actually doing something amazing? We, I, You know what? DM us and let us know if you play along and how well you do on these typically. Yes. We, we're curious. I My goal is to get them all wrong now. So I'm going to go against my gut on this last one. Okay. Your final pun is... In the tick of time. Bob's. Max. Oh, yes. <laughs> for four, but wow. purposely, maybe? I'm not really sure. Eh, I'm curious to see how other people do. Are you ready for Skylar Sides, the fun facts before the fun facts, aka Max's Munchies? Dish it, girl. So this week, I have a little uh, special treat for everyone. It's not like a story or a fun fact, but we got a lovely DM from a fan named Sarah who sent this question to us. Hi, Skylar and Max. My sister and I are big fans. We have been having a year-long debate about our favorite characters, the fish odors. Mine is Felix. He is the far superior brother. <laughs> in the movie, Grover says, Calvin is the only fish odor and the fish odor trusts because he hasn't been convicted of anything. Our debate is about what has Felix been convicted of. At first, my sister said attempted murder, but Calvin blamed Fanny for that. So it wasn't. We can't find an answer anywhere. Do you have any thoughts? Thanks for keeping us entertained. We appreciate you guys so much. Okay, I, I love it, and I can't wait to see what you dug into. Yeah, I thought the message was great. I wanted to respond immediately, and then I said, we should say this for the podcast. Do you mind? And she said that would be amazing. Uh, can't wait to listen to us discuss it. Skylar and I have said this time and time again on this podcast that we are obsessed with Boz Burgers, but we don't know like every little thing about Boz Burgers like a lot of- Yeah, we're not an encyclopedia. Yeah, a lot of fans do. Yeah. So I honestly don't know the answer to this. <laughs> all that buildup? All that buildup, but I just wanted to discuss it with you okay. and then let people kind of message us and DM us. And, maybe and then, can... Sarah, you can reach back out because our Discord is like the smartest Bob's place ever. Here's my thought. 
one, did you go back and watch the ending of the Fanny episode? Uh, oh my gosh, Matt. <laughs> so <clears throat> let's just take their word for it that Fanny gets the blame for it. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about when we get way too specific into details, not everything is shown on the show. So we could just assume that Calvin has kept his record clean um, his whole life by being a shady, dodgy, privileged person, and that Felix is not as smart. We know that. His brother manipulates him. We know that. Um, And so, one, he's probably gotten into trouble and isn't as smart as Calvin to get out of it. And two, I I guarantee you that Calvin blames stuff on his brother. That's what I I think, too. I think maybe Calvin's done some shady stuff and made Felix take the fall. That seems so like the fish odors to me. Yeah, totally. So that's my guess. Yeah, so I think like sometimes we get like a little too literal about plot and we can just like take everything we've learned about the fish odors um and and fill in the blanks ourselves too. I also maybe there was a scenario where even though Fanny got blamed for like the attempted murder, uh Felix had like a a smaller crime that he was convicted for. I mean That didn't end him, get him in prison, but yeah, I mean, I'm such a, like, we love, um, like, detective cases, and uh, y'all know I was on a murder trial uh, as a as a alt-juror for three months, so a lot of stuff can happen in, in, like, law after the fact, and, like, prosecutors will charge you for something smaller because they can't get you on this, or... You know, you'll blame shift to this person and then you won't get charged, all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I just think that Calvin is better at like greasing palms and getting his, you know. Yeah. Because they're, they're, both of them are shady. They're always up to shady stuff. Although if I had, if I was writing like a true crime script right now, like serious drama, I would say that Fishoder is someone like, if anything's going to affect his bottom line, he's going to deal with it. So if Felix getting charged for something like attempted murder of a beloved burger restaurateur, um, that would be really bad publicity for the wharf and that would affect um, his bottom line. So I think he will help Felix if it in turn helps him. Yes. But I also think he would make sure that Felix has that conviction so that he can be the only one on the fish out of trust. Yeah. And to keep him under his thumb, kind of like a blackmail situation. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're listening out there and you happen to know a definite answer, let us know. What if everyone's just listening like, oh my God. Oh my God. It's so obvious. Yeah. It's season six, episode 12. He wears that t-shirt that says, I was convicted of of stealing blueberries. Yes. Um, Which we know is pot in this show. I don't think you have to say that to Bob's Burgers fans. True. Yeah. You just have to say it to us because we are not <laughs> we don't partake. as knowledgeable. Yeah. All right. So we could go into the episode and then take a, a break in between fun facts, or you can jump right into your Batman story. 
I'll jump right into the Batman story. Okay. It's Can I set you up for it? Yes. Okay. Max had Max and I at the time this happened, I think it was shortly before we got married, so we had been together like 9, 10 years, and he had been hoarding this story from me. I've just been keeping it. I I I wanted you to like I wanted to make sure you loved me before you heard it. Oh. <laughs> so I waited this, years and years and years. This made my love grow for you. I wish you'd, I mean, I would have loved you too much if you told me this on our first date. I'd be like a weird fangirl. Okay, so I'm like getting ready in our bedroom and Max rushes in and like puts his phone in front of my face. He was like, look, Skylar, we got Mike a cameo from the actor who plays Urkel for his birthday. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, he loves, he loves Urkel. I was like, okay. He's like, watch, watch. And so it's this long, wonderful message. And he finally goes and like, you know, what's, what's with the Batman thing, dude? Like, that's weird or something like that. And so I'm like, that's really cute, Max. Thanks. And I like continue getting ready and he leaves. And I go, wait, what is he talking about Batman thing? What is that? And Max goes, "You've ne- I've never told you this story." All right. So this is, I think it was after. <laughs> I think it was after the Dark Knight came out. That's my guess. The second Christopher Nolan Batman movie. I went to see it oh, with my friends, Yo, Brian, and Mike. And Mike was driving us. And on the way home from the movie, this is not. We're not children. We are in our twenties. We are in our twenties. It was uh, th- those movies came out in like the. Mid to late 2000s. Okay. We're driving home. Like 25 or older? I can't do the math right now. Okay, okay. Um, It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter where. No, it does not. This should not have happened regardless. (laughs) We're driving on the street. It's an empty street at the time. And Mike goes, look, I'm Batman. And he starts driving, like, erratically, like the Batmobile would drive (laughs) in the movie. And he loses control of the car. (laughs) And it swerves, and he ends up slamming into a parked car. (laughs) We're all fine. It wasn't that hard. It's loud enough that people in, like, the apartment complex come out and, like, look, and one guy comes down because it's his car that Mike has, like, slammed into. Uh And the guy comes down. And he's exchanging information with Mike. Uh, he's totally cool. He was very nice about it for someone whose car just got slammed into. And as they're like exchanging information, Mike is writing on his car, on the guy's car, like the hood of his car to like write the information down on the paper. And I said, careful, Mike, you don't want to scratch his car. <laughs> but and honestly, it's it was just ridiculous that a grown man decided that he was going to drive his car like, like Batman. Batman. After seeing the movie and that that happened, thankfully everyone was okay and we can always laugh about it, but we've called Mike Batman ever since. And that's why Jaleel White, who plays Urkel, mentioned the Batman story in Mike's cameo. It's so funny to me. <laughs> oh, thank you for telling that. I just you're, got a kick out of it, You're too. welcome. I hope people appreciate it as much as you do. I hope so. <laughs> but we should get in this episode now. Yeah. Can we have the title... And synopsis for Season 8, Episode 12, please, Skylar. The episode is The Hurt Soccer. 
Bob and Linda signed Louise up for soccer, so when the team needs her, Linda asks for Bob to take her to the last and first game of the Golden's Dragon season. There, Bob becomes the kids' coach, naturally. Meanwhile, it's finally happened. Jean and Linda get to open their piano and mouth foods bar. Miss Merkin joins them, fresh off from being fired from TSA, the musical. This episode came out on April 1st, 2018. It was written by Rachel Hastings and directed by Damon Wong. I'm just going to dive in here with a fun fact. Oh, let's do it. So we have not seen seen home movies, which was Lauren Bouchard's first show. Yeah, we still, we've been meaning to check Shame it out. Shame on us. Yeah. Shame on us. But there's like so many references to home movies in this episode. Really? And one of them, this isn't a reference, but it is a nod to home movies, is that one of the animators of home movies, Damon Wong, directed this episode. Oh. So on an episode where there's lots of little home movies nods, he directs it. Very cool. I love that. So interesting. I'm curious. Do you know what those are? Are you going to point those out as we go along? You don't have any? I do. I can, or I can just give you all my goods right now. Let's do it. Give me all the home movies references in this episode. A lot, actually. So I didn't know this, but one of the main characters is Coach McGurk. That's H. John Benjamin's character, okay. and and they're a soccer coach. Got it. So huge reference there. So there's Mara, one of the girls in this, resembles a character from home movies named Melissa Robbins. Mm-hmm. They, both characters are voiced by Melissa Galski. Yes, and we've heard her do a bunch of voices on Bob's before, and I think on Fandom, where we, the, like, wiki, where we get a lot of our facts, uh-huh. Melissa's, like, profile picture has a character from home movie, so I'm assuming that's who it is. Oh, yeah. Now I want, I had no idea it had anything to do with a coach, coaching so- a soccer team. I'm kind of down. Yeah, I want to watch it. Life is full of what-ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs, no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode continues how I feel about season eight. I think it's a really great season. I think it's just a really strong season. It's really good. I didn't go in with like any expectations of this at all. And I was just so pleasantly surprised. I loved I loved every beat of it. It's so good. It's another example of pairing different characters because I love Bob, Louise, and Tina going to do the take care of soccer while Jean and Linda get left alone to have their little piano bar, but also Teddy comes on board with that. And like last week's episode we had Teddy with Bob and Jean and now we've got Teddy with Linda. Yes. It's just it's always fun the dynamics that you can have when you pair up different characters and different storylines. Yeah, it would totally be fun to just put all the like main characters and main side characters in a bowl on pieces of paper and just pick them out, pair them up, and and figure out a plot from there. Yeah, that'd be fun. They that should would do be that. Fun. Yeah. If you're already if you're writing season fourteen of this show, <laughs> like I'm sure they'd be down to do that at this point. Let's just jump to. Jean and Linda being paired together. First of all, I love it. I love that their interests connect them like this. This is when I love Linda. This is when Linda's meddling is appropriate to me. She wants to get Miss Merkin. By the way, we find out Miss Merkin's name in this episode, first name in this episode, and it's Matilda. Matilda Merkin. What a name. That's a great name, right? Yeah. She wants to get Miss Merkin's job back. It's like a lovely thing to do for someone. And she she brings the whole town together and Merkin has her job back. Uh, any further, Linda can be a little too much. And I love that Miss Merkin is a musical genius. Every time we see her, she is a absolute delight on the keys. And I love that we get another um, faux musical it's Here we so get TSA good. the musical, which is goes right up there, and all the musicals I want to see in real life from yes, Bob's. I a hundred percent. Did this make you think of the plate before Christmas and how Jean and Miss Merkin have such a special connection? Uh, yeah, totally. And remembering this event in Jean's life. And then remembering him like visiting her in the hospital plate before Christmas. It just really is a relationship that is is really growing. Yeah. I love their connection. He's enamored by her She's talent. Wonderful. Yeah. She's wonderful. Okay, so back to soccer. First yeah. of all, do you have any kid soccer feelings? What do you mean? Did you play soccer? I How never you- played soccer. Soccer was big when I was growing up. It was so big. I know we've talked about this before. I was never able to break in. Yeah, I played like, at least every sport a little bit as a kid. But the, but never soccer. That's what you did. Like the kids who played soccer and they had the name like the lightning bugs or lightning <laughs> or whatever and the different colored jersey. 
I don't, I can't figure out why I was not allowed on the team. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I'll okay, have to well, ask my mom. Well, if you want to, after this, you, me, and Biscuit can go downstairs and kick a soccer ball at each other. I think the thing is, if I had started playing, I would be like Louise and fake dead. Yeah. And we probably actually have to shove some uh, books into our socks because we don't have any dogs. No, we yeah. don't have sports gear no. at home. I love Louise's little uniform, though, that she puts <gasps> on. I love the uniform she puts on before they leave. Yeah. Which is a white shirt. It's like their PE outfit a little bit from school. I I died. It's so cute. These blue shorts. With the ears. And her little tennis shoes or soccer shoes. It's so cute. By the way, I just have to mention the TikTok I posted. Um, if you follow us on Instagram, you know sometimes we play a, like which Belcher kid would do this in our stories. And there's this TikTok that cracked me up as much as the Batman story of this kid playing dead because he didn't want to continue playing his soccer match. And it is the funniest TikTok I've ever seen. And a lot of people said, oh, Louise would do this. And she kind of did it in mm-hmm. the, in this episode. So we're going to post that in our carousel. Because, yeah. You can make sure you're following us on yeah. Instagram, Bob's credits or TikTok, Bob's credits. But It'll be up in our little carousel for this episode. Yes. With all the other slides we want you to see. So, um, sorry, I keep getting us off track. What did you love about the soccer plot? What were some of the funnier, funniest moments to you? What I loved is that it, it wasn't predictable to me. Like, I feel like in a normal story, it'd be like, oh, yeah, these going to go. It's going to be like this ragtag group mm-hmm. and they're going to be losing. And then all of a sudden they're going to find some way to win. Yes. And it wasn't about that. And I love that the whole time Bob and Louise don't really want to be there. <laughs> That's so funny. And are just kind of like trying to get through it. And then eventually they're like, oh, we don't want, let's not get a shutout. I was in on Bob and Louise's secret. I was like, yeah, let's go home and watch TV. Like, that's so you and me. Mm -hmm. It's so you and me. It's so bad. So I was like rooting for their little evil plan. And then I got, I, it happened just as it happened to Louise. I got really sad when they're like, we would have at least liked to have just scored one point Mm -hmm. so then i was rooting for louise you know classic and tina just getting so competitive and like mean as the assistant coach is so funny to me like her ego (laughs) yeah because she's usually like the heart yeah like she's usually like she doesn't have she can't she has a hard time being mean so whenever she snaps for whatever reason it's so funny to me that's like almost a Bob's Burgers trope. I don't even want to say trope, but... Um, quintessential Bob's? Quintessential. It's not quintessential Bob's. It's actually the opposite. I love seeing a character who we think we know exactly who they are be so different. So I agree. It's like the espresso, the ceramics room when she snaps at Jimmy Jr. I love intense Tina. Me too. Yeah. Um, I also really love the two parents on um, Louise's team who say the same thing over and over <laughs> the entire episode at the kids. They had to sit there and watch every single shutout. I know. <laughs> I do have a question. Like, hypothetically, if we had kids, how would you handle or how would you feel about watching your kid on the Golden Dragons? Oh, 
I mean, I wouldn't be like a competitive parent. I know that. Like, I wouldn't be like oh, I love that. screaming at the kids or screaming at the other team or blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I want my kid to be having fun at least. Yeah. And if it's not fun, I just don't know. Like, yeah. What's the point? Oh, you would let them quit everything. Uh, my parents had to bribe me to play Little League. Oh, that's right. Was it M&M's? Ninja Turtle toys. <laughs> per game. And then what happened? Didn't you get hit in the face or something? Oh, no. Once once it graduated to like, um, so that was like T-ball. Yeah. Once it graduated to where they started letting kids pitch, <laughs> I was out. I was like, no. My beautiful children, face. Yeah, these children have never thrown a ball and you're letting them, this is where they're learning to pitch is at me? No, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> the minute those kids were in charge of throwing the ball, I was and is, a no-go. Does it also graduate to a hard ball? Um, in, in T-ball, it was a hard ball, I think, but I oh think, God. yeah, it's a different, slightly different ball. It wasn't like it was like Horrible. wiffle ball. And then, yeah. Oh my goodness. Or there's like coach pitch, which was great. You get like an underhand yeah. coach pitching at you. Like and you're straight just like, at you. Yeah. I love when Bob shows up and he's like, finds out he's going to be the coach and the girls just move toward him and they're like, my ponytail, my shoes, which parent should I live with? And then it comes all the way back and he's like let me fix your ponytail live with the parent that makes you feel safe i was like really happy for empowered bob it's a great moment and it's a great callback oh i should tell you that the person who wrote this episode rachel hastings yes is actually um a writer of the bob's comics oh so that's why we haven't seen her name as I don't think she's in the writers room. Yeah, I didn't recognize the name. Exactly. So. And um it's always fun to poke around their IMDb. So yeah, she's a writer of one of the Bob's comics, but she's actually a production coordinator on Bob's. That's how she got I'm assuming she got into the world. I'm not sure chicken or egg situation, but she began as a production coordinator on season two, which is like a job a lot of my friends had in their it's where 20s. you start, kind of, yep. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. So I, I love seeing that. Well, you wrote in an amazing episode, Rachel. We love um, it. More behind-the-scenes stuff. Let's talk some voices. I always hear Robin Williams in my I head. I do voices. Yeah. Rachel Dratch is back. Rachel Dratch has done different voices on this show. And she is back. Well, she does Jody. Right? Yes. And Jody's in this. So I assume they're like, oh, you want to do another voice? And she's back as the coach of the Blue Dragons, Christy. I really thought, I was like, I recognize this voice. I love that. Can we talk about Jody quickly? Yeah. I think she's an underrated side character. I agree. When she like really wanted to continue to play, I was so proud of her because it's definitely past her comfort zone, which is the point why she signed up for soccer. And I was just really proud of her. Yeah. She's the one who won't even sit down and. On the, on the car, Bob's right. car seat. Yeah. We get uh, David Herman, who does, you know, Mr. Fraun. So many, he does the voice of Miss Merkin's sister, Sheila. Oh, okay. And one more voice actor is Kayla, who is on, is the kind of like mean girl on the Blue Dragons. Oh my gosh, so Is intense. voiced by Natalie Palamides, who we love because she has that one-man show on Netflix called Nate. Oh my gosh. And please, if you're listening to this, go watch Nate, her one man show. It is on Netflix. So good. I don't even like, I can't even explain what it is, but it'll like blow you away. It's, it's fantastic. 
It's so good. I had no idea. And she's in progressive commercials. Yeah, now. she's in all those like progressive commercials with Flo. And now Flo has like this whole like gang of characters that are always and with she's her. A and very she's very distinct voice. Very distinct voice. Um, what does she say? Great beach day, everybody. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you got like it. That. You got it. Would you like some more fun facts before we get into the credits? Yeah. All right. This is my favorite one. And this is why I made you rewind the episode. Poor Max. Poor Max. I tend to talk over TV a lot and ask him to pause it a lot. And we had just pressed play on the episode. We just saw the credits. Two lines in. I go, can you rewind it? And he's like, rewind what? It's like <laughs> We just started. What, what is there to rewind? <laughs> so the very first shot of this episode, there's a commercial playing in the background yeah. on the TV. Yeah. The furniture store. Okay. Well, oh, take the wind out of my sails. <laughs> you saw it? Yeah. Oh. I had watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see it the first time? Yeah. A Sofa Queen commercial. Yep. From the episode Sacred Couch. Mm-hmm. But you got to look at it fast because it is, it is in the beginning. Yeah. I also love the detail in the piano bar imagination instead of the flying burger photo. There's flying pianos, which um, is a very obvious little easter egg thing but very cute nonetheless and we'll see that in the end credits spoiler alert i think that's all i have okay should we get in these end credits yes okay the last moment before the end credits the family is standing in front of bob's which has caught on fire a bit (laughs) caught on fire a bit you know typical ending to the show that's so something Linda would say. Like, it just caught on fire a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. Not a big deal. Oh, you guys were having so much fun. You don't even care that you're missing the Supreme Marathon. Oh, oh my go, God. Go, 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 go. Now the fire department says we're not supposed to go upstairs. Ah, they're gone. Beat your bags out of your possession at any time. It could be bad. It could be fine. So, Louise and Bob run into the smoke-filled apartment to watch their show. Again, very much like Skylar and I. If our show was on, we'll be like, uh, we can't wait any longer. No. We're going in. Yeah. We'll risk it all. <laughs> we'll risk it all for an hour of television. <laughs> but what happens in the end credits? All right. So we're at the imagined piano bar and mouth foods. Not so much mouth foods. Linda can't quite multitask, but it's like, you know, the gorgeous embellished maroon wallpaper but you still have the burger of the day and we have everyone gathered around miss merkin on the piano we have her sister sitting on the bar we have linda in her very piano bar red dress we have gene in his tux and teddy is there sitting on a stool yep and those flying pianos in the background like you said and we have some like new orleans-esque lamps and some twinkly lights put in the window the food service window. And I think they kept the burger of the day because it is a musical reference with the heirloom where it happened. Ooh, so good. Yeah, a little Hamilton reference, the room where it happened. So good. And they are singing a longer version of a song from TSA the Musical called If You See Something, Say Something. If You See Something, Sing Something, I think it's called. Oh. A little, little bit... A little different. I love it. Don't leave it up to the canine unit. Security is fun and we're all doing it. If you see something, sing something. Don't say something, make your voices ring. If I see something, 
I just figured I'll let it play because it's such a lovely song, and it's I love so when everyone good. comes in. That like the the chorus comes in to sing with. It's so good. Like you want to sit around a piano and join in with them. Yeah, there's not much to like talk about visually, other than there's like all fun. Like Linda does some cute arm things, and everyone joins in singing. But yeah, we'll put a screenshot of it so you can get it. Absolutely. Are you ready for the lyrics? Yes. Okay, so it's, if your bags were out of your possession at any time, it could be bad, it could be fine. Don't leave it up to the canine unit. Security is fun and we're all doing it. <laughs> Choruses, if you see something, sing something. Partner up and swing something. Let your voices ring if you see a something strange. I see something suspicious. Uh-oh. Oh, you know I wish I didn't, but it's better <laughs> if I sing it so everyone know it's a thing. And then that last verse is, like a shady guy, a weird suitcase, something that just seems out of place. If you can see it with your face, then take that center stage. Yes. I so love fun. It. I love the song so much. Should we just dive into scoring these credits? Yeah. Okay. I love that we get like a fuller version of what we heard in the episode. Me too. We score on a scale of one to 10 H's at the end of Tina's. Uh. I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to give these a 9.5. It just makes me feel so good. Like, the song is so catchy. I love that we have this fake musical that I want to see. <laughs> I love this fantasy restaurant. I love seeing it I like, come to there. life. I love that it's got little hints of bobs, but it's also got the piano bar feel to it. Yes. I love seeing Jean and Linda dressed up this fancy. I wish they did it more. Me too. Oh, they should go on a little, like, black tie mother-son date. I, I, it reminded me of a moment where in the episode where Jean's running out of the restaurant when Linda's saying, get all my like wigs fancy and, dresses, wigs yeah. and fancy dresses. And he goes, what are you going to wear? <laughs> so a joke you would make. Yeah. I also love that this is the fruit of Linda's meddling labor. So we get to see the sisters, Miss Merkin and her sister back together, singing as they should be. So that's also a nice cap to the episode, too. What score do you give it? I give it a 9.75. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just under perfect. Yeah, because it gives you a feeling. And I think when we start getting above 8.5 or like into 9 territory, it's this warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah, totally. That these credits can give you. Pure feel good, toe tap in. Like more than any bobbing. other credits, like any other show, any other movie. Yeah, like it's it's as good as the episode. I agree. They're really good end credits and really yeah. fun and really pay off after the episode. I think. Yeah. Well, those are the end credits to the Hurt Soccer. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us social media, Bob's Credits, wherever you social media, and um. Go subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits, and leave us a review, please. Someone re- left a really funny review recently oh God, that cracked us up. so about funny. Please feed Skylar before we record, and I was just thinking about it because we're so close to lunch right now, and you're probably starving. <laughs> I am, but it makes it sound like I can't take care of myself. <laughs> it makes it sound like I don't let you eat before we record. <laughs> I'm like, no, we have to record. You don't get to eat until we're done. The problem is, like, we say, oh, we're going to, 
record at 10 and then it turns into 11 and I miss my snack. Yeah. And I need my snacks. I am not a good hangry person. Yeah. You're very Jean in that sense. Yes. So, and then it gets too close to lunch. And to be honest, I'm very, very hungry right now and I'm very tired. (laughs) Well, let's go get you fed. And uh, is there anything you want to say to everyone before we get out of here? I'm not sure if this works, but I guess I would say stay singy. Stay singy? Okay. See, I'm I'm too hungry. There stay it is. mouth foodies. Stay fed, I think, is the is the ultimate lesson. Stay fed, stay safe. See y'all next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.